This is Adam Gorney here at the Rivals Camp LA with John Brown, the father of five-star receiver and two four-stars. Okay, let's give me yeah. a break. Uh, what's it been like for you to just – we were just walking across the field and you said, man, it's, it's good to be back a little bit. Good to be back, come out just to see the kids, look at the atmosphere, the energy. And I, I love Rivals, and, and no disrespect to anyone else. ESPN is great, all these camps. But your camp for us, for my sons, was the number one camp. And I'm not saying it because I'm here. I'm saying it because it was real, you know? Yeah. So I'll slip you the 100 for saying that in, in a little bit. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. We were sitting, I remember, at a restaurant in Orlando at the Under Armour game. And you thought guys were big out here. And then you went there. Oh, I remember, my you got, God. My God. They look like grown oh, men. Oh, my God. It, it's a uh, night and day difference. When we went to Orlando, I recall seeing these guys. And it looked like they were NFL guys. Yeah. They, were in co- they were in high school. Yeah. They weren't even college. They're NFL-looking guys, so uh, I, again, no disrespect to the other camps, but that camp was just, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. I mean, they're massive. It opens your eyes to just what's out there. You know, you could be what's good out somewhere, there. but yeah. It, that's a good way to compare it. You think you're, you think you're here, and, and you go at the con- out of the country, <laughs> or, or back east or somewhere, or in California, you see some other kids, you'll you realize where you're really at compared to them yeah, you know? it's, yeah. A, it's a difference you're uh Amon Ra was the number one receiver in the country I thought mm-hmm. phenomenal player one of the best most dominant receivers we've seen in rivals history how happy are you like we were talking about that he's now gotten an opportunity with the Lions to really show what he can do really excited look he was number one on rivals but other sites I'm not gonna mention names had him number two or three what is that I mean I'm not I'm not saying look I know I'm bragging about my son to some degree, but if you don't blow your own horn, sometimes there ain't no music. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm a raw, and, and my kids are, 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 are it's not the best. They're not God gift, but they're pretty good. Let's just say that at least. And to come out here to Rivals Camp, to be recognized, to be celebrated was a beautiful thing. And to see him in NFL right now doing what he's doing, I, I'm happy because of his dream he's fulfilling his dream what he wanted to do that's what i'm most happy about how surprised are you or just seeing them grow up all three had different personalities equanimous was kind of laid back osiris was a little out there but amon ra was that the dog of the dogs right i mean is it because he's the youngest hungriest amon ra exudes that dog that's in him but osiris was my had the most dog in him yeah. Uh, oh, by far, at all. But it was quiet. Amara's in your face with everything. Yeah. Uh, and I always described him like this here. Equinemius is 6'5". He's like good soul music. And Osiris is like good jazz music. And Amara's like good rap music. So it depends on what genre you like. They're all good at certain things, you know. Uh, to be 6'5 and run like Equinemius runs. If, even Osiris, he hurt his foot. But had he not hurt his foot, he was smooth as ice. Yeah. Would love to see him continue to play. But he graduated from Stanford and decided, you know, it was enough for him. That's not too shabby, right? No, no. What's your travel schedule like during the NFL season? Because you're pretty busy. I mean, you got to get to two places, right? Yeah, it's, uh, in most cases, me and my wife try to split up. Uh. Because we don't want one to feel unloved. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, if if Osiris, if Amon Ra has a game, Maybe my wife goes to that game and I go to Equinemius' game. 
it, 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 it's, it's challenging. But Green Bay, I love Green Bay. Don't get me wrong, but when it's cold, I don't, I don't want to be around there. <laughs> right. I stay away from Green Bay. It's nice. Detroit plays indoors. So it's <laughs> oh, man. That's rough out there. I'm from California. And look at this here weather. I'm not used to that cold weather. Yeah. That's tough for me, to be honest with you. To be a dad, to see your two sons in the NFL like that and doing well and making a lot of money and being successful, what's that like for you? You know, it's uh, a lot of people think that I'm rich. I go, I'm not rich. That's my son's money. I don't have anything. You know, look, I, I, I make a decent living. You know, me and my wife, I have the cane protein. We we, we, we have that. So if there's people out there who want to get the cane protein, it's C-A-N-E, caneprotein.com. Go there. If you want to gain weight, if you're, if you're 15 pounds too light, look, like we just discussed, hey, man, at that right, at that, at that camp down there at Under Armour, those kids were so big. Kids in California got to do a lot of work to get as big as those kids. They're huge. So please concentrate on getting your skill level and your weight up and your, and your, your grades. Keep your grades up. Now, how do I get my weight down? Because I got to lose 20. Down. Well, Stop eating Twinkies every well, day? Well, I, I, I say that everybody got to eat dirty. But if you want to lose weight, you got to eat clean. Yeah. If you want to gain weight, you got to eat dirty. So what is that? That's high protein, low carbohydrates. Yeah. Like almost no rice, no bread, very little bread, very little rice, very little pasta, which you, you probably, you like carbohydrates. What do you think. mean? Probably. What you, do you, you like carbohydrates? <laughs> of course. See, so Look at me. the carbs, man, <laughs> they'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> high protein. It's, it's uh, the way you want to go there, you know? I know that, but it's it's hard to put that into action, you know. So, how many years you've been doing this camp now? Now, this will be, I think we started. I think it's twelve. Wow, twelve years. Yeah. What a great opportunity for these kids to be able to come out, show showcase their talent, get recognized. Some kids, they don't even no one knows who they are. Yeah. They come out here, or, or and they get recognized. They get their profile up. Next, you know, college coaches look at them. It's a beautiful thing for these guys. I, I hope more kids understand how important this is this is very 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 important last thing i want to say to you when i first started this journey a guy said to me true story i went to his house he sat down and he typed in my son's name and he hit enter nothing came up he goes he doesn't exist see so john if you tell a coach your son is good you're playing daddy ball yeah i go what do you mean because well if you go to rivals a camp and you get somebody write some articles on you then when the coaches start talking about your son every coach is going to go home and google your kid's name and hit enter and if nothing populates your son is not on the radar so when you come to a camp like this you got an opportunity to get on the radar to get interviewed by rivals to get get someone to write a story about you yeah you know yeah last thing i want to talk about john and i talk about it every time i'm with you being mr universe (laughs) playing in the nfl is one thing being a badass mr world that's something else, right? Yeah. It, it was it, it was cool walking around 250 pounds with a 29-inch weight, 22-inch arms. It was, you felt like like the Hulk or something, yeah. you know? And wherever you walked into, whenever you walked into a room, every all eyes are on you. Uh, but the only bad part about it is, you know, you hit a wall. You don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And... It's not like football. It's Mr. Universe. So I'm playing golf with guys. Hey, John was Mr. Universe. And they look at me and they go, you don't look like you was Mr. Universe. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, here man. we go. Here we go. Look, they start busting me, busting my chops and they start Googling me and going, look. But it, 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 was, uh, it was really, really nice. It was very, very interesting. But I, I remember 
when I won the first Mr. Universe, I trained my butt off just to win. I'm standing backstage in London, and five minutes before they called my name, someone had told me I won. So I knew I had won. All my life I trained for this. But I can tell you this, when they called my name, I said, okay, John, you have to pretend you're happy. Because yeah. I wasn't happy. So I said, okay, what should I do? So I clapped, and I was smiling. I don't understand guys who win a trophy and they start crying. Why are you crying? Did you expect to lose? Right. Are you, you, you're, I, I was never, how can I be shocked that I, that I won when I trained to win? I'm here to win. I'm here to win. So how can I be shocked? It's weird. Right. But I was pretending I was happy. But I was ready just to do whatever I did. It was something I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but one thing about these kids out here I want them to know. And parents that come to Rivals. Beautiful event. You got cameras. You got reporters. They must be careful because this looks like the finish line. Right. It looks like the finish line, but it's the starting line. Right. It's the starting gate. Right. You know, don't don't get comfortable. Oh, they're talking about taking pictures. I'm MVP. No, don't get comfortable. Yeah. Continue to grind until the last bell. John Brown, father of NFL receivers, Mr. Universe, Mr. World, here with Adam Gorney for Rivals. This is Adam Gorney, Rivals.com, here with Shavab Branch, the uh, father of Zion Branch, the one of the top safeties in the country, and Zachariah. Right on, yep. Maybe one of the top receivers in the country, if not the top one. Uh, after battle last weekend, he might be up there. Let's talk about Zion's recruitment, because it was maybe not USC for a long time, and then Lincoln got the job, and everything changed for a lot of people. Right. As a dad, walk us through what that was like. Well, the, the recruiting process, um, you mean as far as, uh, you know, leading up to the yeah. commitment? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll fast forward a little bit. Um, you know, uh, leading up to the commitment, it came down to the wire. One of the things that uh, we said as a family, uh, we said we agreed that he wouldn't commit anywhere that he hadn't had a chance to walk on campus. Yeah. Um, going up to Oklahoma early on, establishing a relationship with Lincoln Riley, um, started before stepping foot on campus with DeMarco Murray and uh, the recruiting process. And with USC, we had been at, on campus multiple times prior to that. And um, I would just say, you know, when it came down to the wire, uh, Zion said he wanted to really wait it all the way out, uh, see what was gonna take place with the coaching changes, if there were gonna be a coaching change or not. And uh, I, I, I would say our visit, going to USC for the USC-UCLA game, the the you know he he probably had a little you know a little doubt in his mind that that might be his his uh, first choice yeah but wasn't um wasn't 100 you know his mind wasn't made up at 100 yet and then uh when they made the announcement that lincoln riley was going to be the the head coach he he had opted to obviously take another visit to usc with the coaching changes and uh with it being lincoln riley we went back and the experience the second time around, or I would say third time yeah. around, uh, it was great. It was just a drastic change in the program, the energy for him. And I think he just felt the comfortability that he, he experienced up in Oklahoma with them. Um, and obviously with Dante and, and all the other coaching uh, changes that they made, there was a lot of relationships that he already had established. As you're sitting as a dad and Bedlam ends and Oklahoma loses to Oklahoma State and then you wake up Sunday morning and, and see that news, does that pop in your mind like, wow, that could be an option again? Or are you like, let's see what he has to say about it first? Well, yeah, you know, it um, it was ironic. Uh, we were, I uh, was doing some things that Sunday 
and uh, my phone was buzzing and I had a couple people uh, texting me about Lincoln Riley going to USC and then I, uh, I checked my phone and I reached out to Zion and I said, hey, uh, did you hear the news? And he said, you know, Coach Grinch called me already. And he goes, uh, you know, and he said, uh, I'm waiting to talk to Coach Riley pretty soon here. And that was that Sunday. Yeah. So, and then on Tuesday, uh, they decided to come up and make the home visit. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of like, you know, just picking up where we left off, which was pretty cool, you know. Do the floodgates just open from there? Like, now it's now it feels like USC, everything is just kind of turning the tide there that way? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It was, uh, I know in Zion's mind, um, he always had a lot, of, a lot of love for USC. He was open with his recruiting all the way through. Um, you know, we, he, he knew that going away from home wasn't an issue. It didn't have anything to do with location. It had to do with, uh, you know, having those boxes checked that he wrote out. And uh, USC checked a lot of boxes, um, you know, that, and then there were some boxes that weren't being checked, yeah. you know, obviously. And uh, he had to uh, really narrow it down. And when he narrowed it down with his recruiting and started to, you know, uh, minimize his conversations with some of the coaches. And then once we went up and he made that decision, it just kind of brought full circle. I think he started to see the light a little bit more. Now, the kids definitely played a good political game because Zachariah always said he's going to do his own thing yes. and this and that, whatever. What, what Did it always feel like they were going to play together? No. No. No, um, no it didn't. Um, it actually, so Christmas, last year Christmas, is when they really had made the announcement to my wife and I and said, um, you know, Mom, Dad, we uh, we decided we're going to play together. Yeah. The great thing is, you know, they was blessed and fortunate that they got recruited separately. Yeah. You know, the relationships were built separately, uh, which is good. I mean, I I don't think they received any offers that were technically packaged deals where it was like, hey, you know, we recruit you, we'll get your brother. Yeah. Um, so they were establishing their own relationships with their position coaches themselves. And Zachariah actually had a little different list and... Um, once Zion made his commitment, I think that helped him say, you know what, I already had a relationship with, you know, Coach Simmons. I knew what, you know, USC had to offer for me. And I think at that point he decided, okay, yeah, I'm ready to make this decision and I want to shut my recruiting down. Now Zion could have played in any defense. I mean, he's, you know, fast safety that can run. Um, Zachariah's decision to go to USC almost as the best fit possible right I mean just what they did at Oklahoma with that offense how they're going to get him in space all those kinds of things how happy were you that it was like that's the school that this is going to work out at you know? oh yeah it was a uh, was pretty exciting because uh on our on Zion's recruiting trip to Oklahoma um Zachariah got a chance to visit with coach Simmons while we were there and uh they had a pretty brief you know in-depth discussion about you know, uh, scheme. Yeah. And they started to talk about, you know, and Z Zachariah has some questions about the receivers that he's worked with, you know, like Hollywood Brown and guys yeah. like them. And uh, when he explained and showed um, him how they, you know, utilize their receivers, I think that kind of made a lasting impression on Zachariah where he was like, hey, you know what? Once they decide to come over with that offense, it was... It, he, he, he put, it was over. Yeah, it was yeah, over, yeah. yeah. One of the things I hate in this industry is people that make insane comparisons. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this guy is the next Tom Brady right. or whatever else. But really, Zachariah might be like Hollywood Brown or Tyreek Hill. I've heard Tyreek Hill, too. Um, do you see that? I mean, do you see that? Well, Just his burst, his speed, the ability to create space, all that stuff. I think um, with, with Zachariah, I mean, he, uh, for a statue, you know, he, he plays 
bigger than his uh, his frame at times. Yeah. You know, he's you know pretty explosive, and and for him, um, you know, one of the things we've always said, as I said, he who knows the most plays the most. So he always wants to know that I can play in the backfield and all four receiver positions. Yeah. You know, and uh, I could be just as physical on the inside or just as tall on the outside if I need to get up and go up for the high ball. Yeah. So um, with the Tyreek Hill comparison to Hollywood Brown. Um, I think they utilize them well. Now, Tyreek, they started off with the Chiefs doing it early, putting him on the inside, outside, creating the mismatches, and they're starting to utilize Hollywood Brown the same way yeah. now. Originally, I think they had him pretty one-dimensional, yeah. but um, it is somewhat of a comparison that, you know, he can uh, he can play that kind of position where he can go in and out and create, you know, create mismatches. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, who can do more push-ups? You, because as you can see, <laughs> Definitely not a guy that hits the gym. Looks like me over here. <laughs> you or Zachariah? Who's the stronger guy? Uh, I'm, uh, come on, I'm not going to give that to him right now, you know. Come on now. You're like, still the dad, right? I'm the dad. I'm going to have to go in. I know. I, it's funny. I worked out with Zion this morning. He got up this morning, and I was on my way to the gym. Uh, he's down here with us, and, uh, and uh, he's like, oh, Dad, can you give me a workout to do? I was like, I'm going to the gym right now. Yeah. So we go in the gym this morning to work out a little bit, and uh, – I'm like, okay, I see him grab the weight, and I'm like, I got to go 10 pounds. Yeah, I, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> so. You went to the gym this morning. I went to the Slim Gym. Oh, right, 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 Yeah, but yeah, Zach, I mean, he'll, he's, uh, he's, he's, he'll fight to the fullest, though. I, I, I'm not going to give it up and say he's stronger, but he'll probably uh, do whatever he can do to outlast me, you know. Now, living in Vegas... Do you go to the casinos all the time, or is that not something Vegas people do? Or is that just me when I come in, ten yeah. Mick, Mick Ultras in? Do I is that is that when I go to the win, or is that something you guys do? Do you hit up the restaurants? No, you know it's a uh, well. Ever since the pandemic, um, you know it's it's ironic. We've been in the casino since the pandemic, probably about three times now. Yeah. Uh, prior to that, no, it would just you know for restaurants or when family and friends come in town. Yeah. You know, you move to Vegas, the civilization outside the strip. You know, there's. <laughs> There's a lot of other things to do than be at the casino, you know. So we, uh, but what we, we what we would do as a family occasionally is a like a staycation. Yeah, we'll go and stay at one of the casinos, hang out at the pool, and uh, you know probably go bowling, watch a movie, and try to take it in. And I think with uh, a lot of the student athletes there that get exposed to it early. Um, they're not going to be the, the crazy you know, the ones types, later yeah. on where they're like, oh, let's go to Vegas tonight. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been there. Uh, yeah. Best place, where is it? Is it, uh, which side of the strip, which casino do you like the most? Uh, let's see. What's grown on us the most? I would say... I'm a Courtyard by Marriott Convention Center guy. That's how, really? that's how wild I am. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, let me see. I would say, um, as far as stay, we've like, uh, they changed the name, but we used to like, uh, it's kind of towards the end of the strip. Uh, by MG, I mean uh, Mandalay Bay, Bay, but it's yeah. called. Uh, it was used to be called the Hotel. Right. I think they changed the name. Right. But we like it because um, it's towards the end of the strip. Yeah. And it's still, you know, it's not oversaturated with too much smoke. Yeah, you know? which is crazy. They have a few new casinos now that are like smoke free. We haven't been in a lot of the new ones. Yeah. But that's probably our favorite place to go because the the, the Mandalay Bay, the pool area down there is. Yeah. It's a great pool, yeah. My life, my wife likes going on work trips to Vegas with me because I'm working until you know midnight or whatever, and she right. gets the gets the know, chance play, to play hang the out. Oh man! And her rule is uh, take a hundred bucks. Uh -huh. If I get it down to if I get it up to one forty and then down to sixty, I was up. So you know that's that's how the lights stay on. Oh yeah, there you go. Right, you're like, hey, you're like, oh, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I got it. Right. Just leave me exactly. alone. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, like, oh, man. But it's a lot of nice places to eat. Yeah. I know um, I joke, my wife, we always say uh, I call her a foodie because she finds all these different restaurants. Yeah. So we'll go try a lot of different restaurants. And, uh, you know, they, they change names and faces so many times. But, right. you know, uh, hopefully it gets back to a little bit more normalcy where you can go to a lot of those restaurants after Just hours. Just open it up. Right. Yeah, right. 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 During the prime time, you're like, okay, come on, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, nah, don't want to do Vegas like this. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. All right. Again, that is Shavab Branch here with Adam Gorney for Rivals.com.